You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Mari Sodi, Mari Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Wow. And we are here. Yay. Welcome, listeners, new and old, to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where we're just a couple of sexy nerds being black, being our unabashed, proud, loud selves. I'm Maurice. And I'm Odie. Yeah, it feels good to be back. We're still uh, we're still feeling feeling funky. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling good. Honestly, I got to be honest with you. And you can tell I'm being honest because I've said honest now what feels like nine times in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm in the zone. You know, like I just I just feel, you know, just like that. I'm ready to go. Do you want to know why you feel so ready to go? Why? Because. <laughs> what was that? I- <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well. Well, I think I just jinxed it. <laughs> no. Um, you feel like that because, oh wait, should we mark it? Mm-mm. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> um, you feel like that because for the first time in however long, we are recording while the sun is still out. Um, we have made it <laughs> several hours before, uh, sundown, mm. which do you want to know what that is? What you tell me? You know what that is? It's gross. That it is. <laughs> that we're that we're doing this fun thing that we enjoy doing at appropriate hours and not at at like two o'clock in the morning. Yes, that that's progress on our part. It so is. Isn't that all is. we're trying to do? Like while we're in. A, well, I'll say that I'm in my thirties. I'm just trying to make sure that I progress like little by little each day, every day, in every way. I'm getting better. Yay. <laughs> all right all right enough. that sounds like a shell silverstein poem i mean it probably is i feel like that was something that i probably said in in elementary school that's why it just lodged in my brain <laughs> but enough about elementary school and not uh, apparently enough about like positivity and stuff uh, let us go to uh what's going on in pop culture so lay it on me what's 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 going on what's what's popping Oh, please. That's not even a good segue because we're not talking about that. So We are not. <laughs> What's popping? Um, <laughs> Why didn't I just do that as a drop? What's you can just add that in later. You I know, will, we could switch it up. I we will we it are the creators of our own universe. So really, we can do whatever the hell we want. We really can. Um, well, now on to these shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, so your boy, Justin Bieber, is back in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time... It's not for creating a album with MLK's likeness while just talking about random sex and Jesus, whatever. That was an actual thing that happened. Yes, and he, t- he titled really the album happened. Justice. So, you know, it was a real bait and switch, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Um, oh, but no, this time uh, it's because Sir Justin Bieber has debuted a new hairstyle. Um, he debuted something that he is calling dreadlocks. Uh, to me, they look like the Grinch's fingers are all 
all over I'm, his head. I'm looking at all right. So first and foremost, I'm looking at the I'm looking at this photo now of him and his uh and his dress. Is it just me or does he look like like he just looks like slightly more homeless J Cole? Oh my God! First of all. <laughs> When I first saw this picture, I was like, for, he just looked really dirty, right? But yeah. then some, I saw somebody on Twitter say, like, he kind of looks like just J. Cole. And I was like, oh, he does. He looks like a light-skinned, a lighter-skinned J. Cole. Looks but like- J. Cole definitely, like, he has J. Cole's, like, super emo. Mm-hmm. I'm from, I went to St. John's. He looks and- like he's about to <laughs> about- tell no name, stop <laughs> being condescending to to us to men while i while i don't do any reading i don't do any reading but i just feel like you're wrong and i just think a lot but <laughs> yes he is it's it's giving me j cole vibes yes um but anyway he he put these out last week earlier this week um and the world the, the internet had questions concerns so mm-hmm. comments you know what he looks he looks like i can smell him in this picture exactly you know, this is the thing wait hold on look like oh, so this is the thing <laughs> technically there is nothing wrong with anybody wearing their hair in whatever way Mm-hmm. However, due to white supremacy, mm-hmm. which has literally ruined really every social interaction that we could ever have in our lives mm-hmm. because it makes the innocuous mm-hmm. into something where you are like riled up by it because like and and I will say Tamika Mowry, I don't know if you know her, she was Women's March leader. Mm-hmm. She does a lot with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. She performed, I believe at the what is the one uh, with when they sing singing awards? Grammys. Uh, Grammys. The Thank Grammys, you. Yes. Thank you. She performed with Lil Baby, I believe. The singing awards. <laughs> it's the singing awards. Yeah. Uh, Lil Baby, like he was doing a song about police brutality, and she came and like did a spoken word slam poet mm-hmm. tree thing. I think the song is called uh, "Bigger Picture" or something. I have. I, I, like I literally song. have no clue. It's just weird that like you know like all those. All, I think that yeah, I can't go back and like do push-ups to it or anything like that. It's like one of those with like oh it's good but you know. I feel like um, it was very weird to do that because of the fact that you're they hired white police officers or white people to play police officers that are like pretending or like making police brutality on the stage. And it was like a whole thing. And I don't really need performative police brutality when we're seeing it on the cameras in real life every day. That is, um, that is your stance. But... <laughs> Uh, she had some, some reporter for whatever reason caught up with her and asked her about this. And Mm -hmm. she said, I think it's fine. As long as Justin Bieber acknowledges where dreadlocks come from and the history, the deep rich history of where that look comes from and that style, it's fine. I don't think we can please what people wear, but I think we do have to make sure that folks don't act like they invented something new because there's a deep African culture that's associated with dreadlocks. I mean, that's true. Like, (sighs) I mean, I guess it's true, but I like, here are the things. One. I don't call locks dreadlocks unless I see it on white people and then they are dreadlocks because they are dreadful. Um, okay. And now this is why I don't say oh. dreadlocks. Now this is the thing. A, a long time ago, I, I read and I, I've, not, I've not been able to find like a verifiable source, but allegedly the term dreadlocks mm-hmm. comes from white people being like, oh, that looks dreadful. Hmm. So it was like dreadlocks. Kind of like how picnic is, you know, yes. for a pic- yeah, picnic. I don't, I don't, yeah. Well, I they, didn't they did it. it. They did it. Oh, They're wait, still doing hold it. on. That's me. That's me. 
because I interrupted you. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that's why I don't call them dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. I call them locks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if that history is to be, if if that term of dreadlocks is to be believed, which honestly, not, I wouldn't be surprised because white people will say things, that, anything that's not uh, their culture is terrible. Right. So that wouldn't be surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, so the problem with, to, for me to say to white people, yeah, it's fine for you to wear your hair like that, is for every, every white person that I've seen in pop culture or like in real life that wears locks or dreadlocks because yeah. it's dreadful on them yeah. um, they're, they're probably uh hiding a dime bag of weed and a ball sack or something like that <laughs> well the thing is that every time i've seen them it's not like with black people um or even indigenous people who have had their hair in varieties of locks throughout the, the world being here okay yes uh they're wearing it as like, ooh, I'm edgy and I'm a rock star and fuck the government or and I'm, I'm an anarchist. Or I'm counterculture. They're exactly. It is a form of counterculture. And I, uh, my hair is not counterculture. Mm-hmm. The way that it grows out to naturally do that, if I keep my braids in a little too long, mm-hmm. that's what's my hair, what my hair is going to look like. It's a natural way. So to say like I'm just doing, for a white person to take the style not because they think it's necessarily beautiful mm-hmm. and they love the rich history behind it and and just like understanding the depth and the like just uh, the way that our hair just moves naturally mm-hmm. to them the using our stuff is like not respected in the way that it should in my opinion yeah. now i feel like can, should everybody be able to wear their hair the way they want mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. but when we look at the history and we see how so much of our culture is, and, and variety, various cultures are taken and stripped away. Mm-hmm. And then now, all these years later, when black people are still to this day being kicked out of school, threatened to off uh, sports teams, yep. uh, being uh, our hair, the Crown Act just passed mm-hmm. this last year mm-hmm. saying that natural hair was like legal to wear at work, yeah. yet a white person could do the well, not the same exact thing because for them to get locks, it's like a whole disgusting travesty. Right. And then yet it's like cool. It's culture. It's chic. It's it. Mm-hmm. No, I just per- that's the part that bothers me. And people like online have been like, there's so many more things to worry about than his hair, which is true. Yes. But the s- white supremacy is a sliding scale. Yes. It goes from the hair all the way up to Riding on the Capitol. We should keep the same energy. So, Justin Bieber, uh, your hair. Uh, and all white people who are wearing the dreadlocks or just co-opting, uh, co-opting our cultural hair. <laughs> <laughs> they should wait for it. They should wait. Ask a friend. <laughs> Honestly, anytime I see these hairstyles on these white people, quite frankly, it's it's the same thing. Uh, it's the same thing that I think anytime Halloween comes around and the inevitable happens where yeah. white person is dressed up as black people, that just tells me you do not have close friends. You don't have friends who care about you to tell you that some bullshit, that's some stupid. You look ridiculous. You look sad. So uh, sorry, Justin Bieber. I just uh, you know I know that you love your wife, but I wish you uh you know I wish your wife. <laughs> had better sense to give you some good advice before you did this bullshit. Would you Um, be upset about, would you like say that to him in his face if you saw him or like if you saw a white person wearing locks? He said the N word. I'd smack him in the face. Like, but then I'd get plowed down by bodyguards. (laughs) So maybe I'd just be like, uh, you know, I'll just do this uh, thing with my finger. Just like, uh, 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 
uh, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would actually do. Okay, so what else is on the docket for today? Oh, you know, R&B singers, well, I guess Justin Bieber wants to be an R&B singer, but singers are really getting into it on social media. Recently. It wasn't worth it. it really what did you say, R&B men? I, no, I said R&B Bieber. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't. You know what? Don't give him ideas. That's going to be the next album. That is, and he's going to be like, see, I told you those hip-hop drums are in there. It's definitely R&B. Oh man, and you and I love I. It didn't. I did. Why am I slowing down the podcast just to go back for a stupid pun? Oh brother! Yeah, I'm giving this to myself. Thanks. Uh, I gave this to myself. <laughs> Anyhow, what's 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 up? What are we um, talking about? R and B artists. So, <laughs> as nice. for uh, of course, my my computer is literally trolling me right now mm-hmm. because I have everything up, and now all of a sudden the article wants to be like not loaded when it was literally just there would you like me to vamp for a little bit and yes before vamp. We get, okay so quite frankly like i personally think that why am i vamping fuck this like i'm not gonna cut this well out first of all like is this. what is vamping can you give me a descri- uh, explanation oh well yeah vamping is, is stalling you know just why do they call it vamping? For, vamping because it's it's a more theatrical way of saying like stalling for time or improvising drunk stretch it out you know, it's a especially in production terms and even audio terms. It, like if there's an interview that's supposed mm-hmm. to happen and the host uh, is waiting for the guest to come and it's supposed to be scheduled at like five o'clock, but the guest is still not here, but they're already on the radio. So now they have to find a colorful way. Professionals, you know, are pretty good at vamping like any time they've been able to like be put on the spot and they're not expecting. So like just, you know, hey, go out there and entertain. Go out there and, uh, you know, do what you got to do. But, you know, other times, you know, people just sort of flounder. And luckily for me, I'm the type of person who will start any random sentence, not mm-hmm. knowing exactly where I was going to go or what the point I wanted to make <laughs> anyway, because I just love the way that my voice sounds. So that in and of itself right there and right here and what I've been doing this entire time is considered vamping. <laughs> Thank you. I really hope that that's the one that you wanted to use. That is exactly the one I wanted to use. Okay, so um, your boy Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Is back at it again. He's always my boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's always my boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's back at it again on social media. <laughs> what um, shenanigans is he? Is he crying about his daughter? <laughs> no, but you know he does that a lot. He does that a lot. He always he just takes everything to social, and sometimes it's like Tyrese. We're a family. Can you We're please family, just give it a rest? Right, um, what's his ass doing though? So, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. Tyrese has a new girlfriend. You know what? Shout out to him. Shout out to Tyrese and his new girlfriend. Wait a minute. Is this one of those moments where I was supposed to? Yeah, I think so. It was. Um, so Tyrese's girlfriend, her name is Zelly Timothy. I hope I pronounced it right. She's a really beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. She's 25. He's 42. A little bit problematic to me, but you know, uh, as a story, when you hear the rest of the story, you'll probably understand why I'm a little grossed out. So mm-hmm. he it was on uh, Instagram Live, and he is shaving her uh, lady bits yeah. or her her bits and pieces, her Reese's pieces. Uh, no, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. First and foremost, it's Reese's pieces, and second of all, no, we're not, not referring first to. First of all, you don't pronounce pieces. 
They're pieces of Reese's. That's They're not, Reese's pieces. You do not, not pronounce right pieces not this. like pieces. They're Reese's pieces. Anyhow, and we're not and we're not referring to uh, Lady Bush. I was Bush. trying to be inclusive by saying bits because it's not just Lady oh, Bits. Yeah, you know everyone what? that has a vagina is not a lady. You're, you're absolutely right. So so he was shaving his significant other's uh, bits. Bitty, bitty, bitty. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, stop it! My gosh, anything for Selena's, but that. Okay, so I'm just gonna play you a clip because it's just honestly, if I had to hear this, so do you. Okay, hit me with that sweet, sweet clip. Don't empty that clip for me. You know, shoot me up with that clip. So I'm gonna put the creamer on first. Oh my god, this mix it with some oil. Why? Why are you playing this for me? But they wait. There's more. <laughs> Can you put the creamer? Oh my goodness! It sounds please. like what is that? What is that movie? What you the he puts the cream on them? Okay, all right. Now this was. <laughs> Wait a minute! You know, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Yes, like- that's he puts the cream on. This might be his audition for the reboot. <laughs> all right, this this is the longer clip that I needed you to hear because this is when she's talking. Okay, go for it. Beautiful. Ew. No, it's beautiful. It's your man hands. This is like ASMR. <sighs> you know what? I was, I'm was i not going to lie. I was scared that I was going to hear. I know we're supposed to be shaving, but I'm thinking about something else. Shaving. Ew. <laughs> I, this is, this is. Shh. Mm. Okay. There's also dead space. <laughs> Why are you sticking your tongue out? <laughs> I don't I didn't even know I was doing you could hear it. You could hear the, the crunch. Okay, that's enough. You could hear the, the, the friction <laughs> of the razor. First of all. You could hear it. Ew. It's so gross that I literally, I just, I almost barfed up my iced coffee we listening just, to this. You know we just got demonetized, right? <laughs> even, like, we're not even making any money and we're making less money now because of that. <laughs> that, the fact, like, the, but this is the thing. Watch now. She posted it, I believe, on her story or Instagram story as mm-hmm. well as his live. I don't know, yeah. but it was up there. And so, just like, why are these celebrities constantly putting us in what should, excuse me, what should be their private conversations? Even if, what if, he, if he wanted to do, if he wanted to show people what he was doing, and she wanted to show people what he was doing. Why couldn't you do this? Do that on close friends. I, real quick, time out. But here's the thing: what I can understand where you're coming from as far as like private conversations. Why is there such a private conversation as having a conversation between shaving your significant other's uh, uh, bathing suit area? Why is that even like a situation in which there would be a conversation to be had okay. that's intimate? Do you want to know? Would you have somebody shave your stuff and then just like is that a Sunday afternoon here's for the you, thing. my dude? shaving oh my goodness people shaving is a like kink for some people or like an intimacy thing okay some people like that right i i personally but sure i personally would not want my significant other to do that i will go to european wax center Mm -hmm. and uh Get the hard wax gel and, and get it all off. I don't need your help. Shout out to the uh, hair, wherever that place you just said. Y'all doing God's work. But <laughs> I can imagine, like, let's say mm-hmm. 
Because the video is not explicit, right? Like you can't. It's, well, the, you the, the, you the noise the is explicit, but you don't see anything. Like it just has her feet up, and then there's yeah. like these brown walls. I guess they're in the bathroom. I don't know. It it's just a, looks very weird. It looks just, like a hotel room bathroom. It's a, it's a POV stirrup view. Yes. Like you, like yes. I imagine all uh, every woman goes to, uh, and has when she gets her uh, uh, parts checked out by the doctor. By the it does look like she's in the gyno. Yes, it does. That's exactly what I thought. Now. To me, only time. Oh no! (laughs) Sorry. The only time I could even kind of imagine Mm -hmm. me sharing this video Mm -hmm. was if I was sending it to like my group chat of my besties or something. And even then, like my in my group chats, me and my friends, we sometimes share things that are like intimate, I guess, like or that are more. like that, you wouldn't just send to a regular friend, right? Oh no, for sure. I know, I know. And uh, and hey, to you out there who uh, asked me for a dick pic, and then I sent it because I thought, oh, is this what was gonna lead to us having sex again? And it turned out you're like, no, I was just uh, me and my girls are rating it in the group chat. So uh, uh, to you, that's why you're only supposed to send semi nudes. Yeah. To people. Well, well now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That is why you're supposed to. <laughs> but so like so I <laughs> no, have no. I have sent like my not nothing like that. But like let's say if my friends and I got a wax or something, and we were like, oh, let's check out this thing. Now possibly, maybe I don't even even that sounds a little far fetched. But I definitely am not sending or showing the world. Me shaving or being shaved by my significant other. Mm-hmm. There are. This is exactly why. Oh, what's his name? Was it Paul Pierce who just got let go by ESPN? I think so. Yeah. Because he had his uh, stripper girls. Yeah, he was, and his friends at the party, drunk and high, and they were shaking ass and stuff. And it's like yeah. you. This is something that you leave mm-hmm. to the group chat, and not the world. Not your. Not yeah. not these are my best friends on on Instagram. No. You leave it to your phone. Now, if it gets leaked out, okay, that's something else. But why are we being invited into your intimate moments? If I wanted to see that, I would sign up for your OnlyFans. I feel like a lot of the stories that we ultimately um, run into in these sections, at least for me, the takeaway is that these people don't have friends. They don't have close friends (laughs) that they can just share this information with or to tell them, hey, don't do... You know what? And uh, I hope that one day that eventually is um uh a thing where we can put it on a t-shirt just like <laughs> get, get some clothes like you either it'll say you clearly don't have close friends or get yourself some close friends <laughs> like even a regular not even even a, even a, as a um uh, what is the word associate mm. i would tell somebody yeah that's not a good idea yeah yeah so you need to rethink that. Yeah. So you know what, Tyrese? Uh, shout out to you for having a significant other, but dude, like, keep that in the group chat. And also, I mean, like, it's great that you are good with being intimate with your partner's intimates. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love that for you both. Yeah. We're, look, everybody should be down with OPP. But, but the thing is, you know why I said it was creepy that he's forty two and she's twenty five. Mm-hmm. Although you're once you're over twenty one, you're an adult and you can have all this stuff. I don't. I can't say that at twenty five. 
your brain is not even finished. You're not even finished growing fully. Mm-hmm. Like your, what is it? Your frontal lobe and stuff does not finish being developed, I believe, until like 27, 28. Yeah. So when she is is 30 or 35 or even when he, she's his age at 42 and yeah. they're probably not together anymore, yeah. whether or not she's had a child by him, who knows? Mm-hmm. But they're not together anymore. This is what's going to be left over. And remember when we were in high school and I used to be like, the internet's forever. Watch out. Like, right. yeah, this I don't, is going to be there forever. This I don't know if people are are really putting that into consideration. And oh, even his not. old ass, like, well, forty two is not old, but it's old enough to know. Yeah. you don't need to be doing this online. Exactly. And I, I don't know if she's being able to get get that same awareness. Well, you know, and uh, I've said this for years off mic, and I'll say it on mic now. Uh, uh, when you're twenty five and younger, nobody knows how to fuck, so this, this, it's all bad all the way around. So <laughs> you know, it's just trash. Moving on. Is that what the takeaway? That is the takeaway for me. What do we got next? Okay, so speaking about fuck shit, mm-hmm. do you remember? Uh, you know, it might be a little foggy for you. A right. few months ago, a bunch of uh, asshats stormed the Capitol. It might be you mm, might remember. That sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Like I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, it, it kind of rings a bell. It's just like, now was this like a thing where like a bunch of white people was just like, you know, they're just a bunch of patriots, right? Was that what it was? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you are correct. Um, oh yeah, no, that, 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 I remember that fuck shit. <laughs> so apparently, and you remember how when that happened, mm-hmm. the um, KKK, I mean, I'm sorry, the Capitol Police, yes, um, were unable to arrest the horde of people there for whatever reason. And they let them just go home. Um, Of course they couldn't arrest them. They they were patriots. They were were simply just trying to uphold uphold, like the constitutional (laughs) rights that they have in this country. Like, come on. Exactly. Now, since that happened, the FBI has been like urging everyone. Hey, you've seen these people. Do you know they are? Send them to us because we want to arrest them and charge them and da 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 da. Oh, lazy ass fucking <laughs> I mean, but also. Hey, have you seen them other than, you know, the videos and the news reports of you all know, the people that we see? Do you want to know what the crazy part is? How come the NSA is listening to all of our conversations and has all this information on us? They're tracking us all the time due to the Patriot Act. And all of that, yet the FBI cannot seem to find these people that literally were saying their names and ages and workplaces and had some of them had their like police uniforms and firefighter uniforms on, and yet and still they're like, I don't know where they are. Who could possibly know? Where could they be? You know what the sad thing is? Like, what if it turns out that like even even white people in, in like places of authority can't tell other white people apart from each other. Like what is it? like oh shit. He's, this, is that Derek from Des Moines? He looks just like Chad from Chattanooga. Oh man. Know. Well, I mean since that happened, mm, they yeah. have gotten a few people just because like this one guy, his ex-wife turned him in. Yeah. Like I think this I think a or maybe it was his ex-husband turned his wife in. Either way, like people have been turning them in who have yeah. been seeing it, right? Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> And shout out to everybody who's turning on turn, turning these motherfuckers in. Y'all are doing God's work. You do, you are, you're great. Um so this now this one man who's been elusive um, an evading capture. His name is Robert Chapman. He's from New York. He's probably from freaking upstate New York where they have hella uh, KKK flags and 
Blue Lives Matter and all that other bullshit up there. Yeah, you just or the he could thing. be from... <laughs> they got KKK flags and KKK flags and KKK flags, Yes, right? that's true. Yeah. He could also be from Staten Island because... Oh, yeah. yeah. Or oh, like yeah. Long Island because hella races over there too. Right. But anyway, uh, <laughs> people, they've been looking for him. They haven't found him. And now he on he had a um you know he was looking for love because i guess it might be difficult to find your your white empress um <laughs> during these trying times we are in a panorama Karen's need love too exactly somebody said not me <laughs> <laughs> so he uh signed up for bumble and on there on his dating profile he told his match that i did storm the capitol and that he made it all the way into statuary hall um, and he claimed he was also interviewed by the media, but like whoever. And so the Bumble, the person on Bumble was like, we are not a match. <laughs> Unmatched them, screenshotted the conversation and sent it to the FBI. And uh, now he is arrested and like being charged with four misdemeanors, including disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. So uh, thank you to uh, the Bumble user. She, why is her name? Well, I guess she might be. She might. She wanna, might. She no. might want to be like, uh, you know, like anonymous. anonymous. Yeah, like she probably would be like harassed by all the white people. But at the, you know what? At the same time, though, like that's now going to be on the list of things that universally. Stop putting that on your fucking dating profiles, no, okay? Please no put more it pictures on of you in that glass fucking structure where it's, I forget where it is, but everybody has a fucking photo of themselves. Whatever that building is, where like I guess it's glass underneath, and they just take it and like like ugh, fuck. I wish I and the one that the bridge in China, yeah, something like that. I think so. There's a bridge in China where it's a glass bridge, and when you walk over it, everyone's always scared and like, oh no, you're talking about Chicago, yes. that super high building, and yes. then yeah, I forgot. The name of everybody, it. everybody has a picture of that. Enough of it. Everybody has a picture of themselves <laughs> with a fucking tiger. Enough of it. And if you're, if you're literally, if you're literally saying, hey, you know, like I, hey, that's a sexy thing. This is me with my shirt off, and I also stormed the Capitol. Unacceptable. Okay, it just is. It just is. And yes, I'm well aware that I mispronounced capital just now. And I'm leaving it in. I'm not editing that out. It's nonsense. Enough of that. Um. Well, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I think Wait, what? people should definitely put whether or not they stormed the Capitol <laughs> in their social media fair. and in their dating profile That's so fair. we can find out who the fuck they are. That's fair. That's you fair. know what? Oh, my God. I am going to either do this in real life or write a script about it. Are this you, is proprietary information. Are you going to trap somebody? Do you remember the Black Klansman? Yes. I am going to go undercover. Oh. Ooh, and you know what I'm going to be? I'm going to be a black girl who's super, like, I'm going to be like a Candace Owens. Yo. And I'm going to be the one to find all the men and women and them and who... Storm the, the capital. capital. Also, yeah, let's, do let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make this thing happen. <laughs> You're gonna be like, um, um, uh, what's that Quentin Tarantino movie? Uh, um, about the dudes who were like hunting for Nazis. <gasps> Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, you're gonna be. The, oh my God, you're gonna be the fabulous bastard. No, <laughs> the <laughs> fabulous <laughs> bastard. <laughs> oh man, yes, I'm doing it. I'm mm. going to write an expose. I'm gonna have a New York Times bestseller. It's going, Spike Lee was going to turn it into a movie, mm-hmm. and here we go. And you're gonna be able to get away with it too. You know why? I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. Damn, you are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but that, oh, that really, you know, that really That's makes funny. me happy. I should have put that that story in what makes me happy this week because we need to make sure all these bastards are just, I'm abolitionist yet and still, I'm still uh, working on how to figure out what do we do with these people? Because they are not, they, I can't, I don't want them to be a part of my society. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm, I'm, I'm an abolitionist, I feel like I might be like, let's just arrest only white people. Like, that's the only ones that should be arrested. Odie. Because, yeah. like, they're <laughs> causing all the problems. Yeah, Odie, Odie, you're not going to, this is one, this is literally the one time when you're not going to get any pushback from me. <laughs> okay? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, white people. Like, y'all been fucking up for a real long time. Uh, this, guess what? This cuts two ways now. <laughs> I just, it's just really ridiculous the fact that, like, that shit was so scary. I remember watching it and mm -hmm. I could not keep my eyes off the screen. I had anxiety too watching this. Yes, I was so scared. Yeah. I was really f terrified that they were going to find Ayanna Presley or AOC yeah. or any, like, they were going to get them and they were going to kill them. It actually, it actually really ruined Family Game Night that weekend too. Because, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, because we brought it up and literally just, it, 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 well, it didn't divide everybody that was on Family <laughs> Game Night. It just, it just made one person in Family Game Night feel mad uncomfortable. And now uh, just leave it at that. But it doesn't even matter. But like, yeah, it was just it was just one of those things that you couldn't believe that it happened. And you know what? And and don't worry. Uh, hey, people who was there, we 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 coming, we coming, and we gonna hunt you down. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. Um. <laughs> so what else we got? So the last thing I have today mm -hmm. is, um, do you uh, by any chance watch Pose? Oh, come on! I love Pose. As a matter of fact, while we're recording this, it's coming on tonight at ten o'clock. The the final season. So I cannot wait to watch it tonight. Well, um, <laughs> I can't wait to watch it either. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that a lot of people are probably going to be tuned in mm -hmm. because at the premiere on Thursday night, um at the premiere party, mm -hmm. there was a little bit of a kerfuffle or shuffle or whatever. And something was going on because, uh, uh <laughs> wait a minute. So I have a, as a side note, uh, <laughs> if, if the musical artist got into, a, 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 a like a, a scuffle, would it be a herfuffle? Oh, brother, this guy stinks. And it wasn't worth it. You know, continue, <laughs> continue. Just, just, just speak. Just speak. Uh, well, you know, Janet Mock, mm -hmm. Love her. Um, she's an executive producer and director on the show. I was this close to going shout out to Janet Mock, but I'm going to listen to what you're about to say before. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so she is, uh, she was talking, she had a 15 minute speech that kind of turned, went really north. Or South. Or Chicago it, or Saint. <laughs> or. <laughs> she pulled a Kanye West. She did. She, she, pulled a, she pulled a Kanye West. <laughs> so basically, she got up there, she was talking, and she was just um, having like a tirade about her pay on the show. Mm -hmm. She was like, why am I making 40000 an episode? I'm angry. And now, first side note, 40000 an episode to How, me you, sounds amazing i'm pretty sure there was like 13 <laughs> episodes each season yeah. so yeah 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 sounds great yeah. <laughs> i totally would do that you're telling me you got forty thousand to uh to executive produce that one episode where old girl uh, uh had to chop up the oh wait hold on time out time out 
Have you? I did. I did see that episode. Okay, good, yeah, good, good. That, wanna, that shit was scary. I don't want to spoil. No, I've seen a lot. But that's based on a true I have, story, by the way. I yeah, I, I did read about that. I I have to finish the last like four maybe mm-hmm. episodes. But anyway, yeah. she was just like she's angry mm-hmm. and like she was talking about that and it was like fuck. She was like fuck Hollywood. Does this make you uncomfortable? It should. It should make you fucking shaking your motherfucking boots. This is speaking truth. This is what Pose is. And then she was complaining about the material on the show. Yeah. And then. She on a, a a weird turn of events, um, you know, uh, her boyfriend, which I didn't know, is Angel on the show. His name is uh, Angel Bismarck Curell. She told him to stand up, and he. They said the news says that he nervously got up, and she was like, "Let me tell you something about love. Today, I was gonna let Angel go. She said I was gonna let you go, right? But what did I do? I fucked someone on the crew." And so everyone was, then they were like, people were gasping, like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. She's like, Angel, I'm not losing you. You hear me? You are fucking important to me. I don't want to live in a house alone. I want you, you motherfucker. Right there. That's who I want. I'm getting what's mine. And then she went on to, like, talk about how she was, she was apologizing, apologizing to someone, um, talking about how, like, the trans women on the show were, were like, breaking into the industry and it means so much and et cetera, et cetera. It just was a lot. It was so much. And yeah. she was apparently supposed to speak on Good Morning America the next day just mm-hmm. to promote the, the show, but they canceled it. Yeah, she she, she definitely, like, that. can we can we call her a Kanye? She pulled a Kanye. She did pull a she Kanye. Kanye. She like, did. Because all of that sounds like, literally, it's, it's one thing to use, like, an award platform or even like some sort of like big sort of platform and you know literally tell like an impassioned speech Mm -hmm. that kind of shit just sounds like she was drunk off Hennessy and she got up there and all of the things that were pissing her off that day just started flying out and mind you uh, in there I don't want this to be glossed over a lot of what she said it sounds like like you know like the paid uh, mm-hmm. transparency and, you know, putting, uh, giving uh, trans actors platforms and stuff. Like, a lot of that in there is solid stuff. Yeah. But it's also mixed in there with, like, some infidelity shit. Like, My, I, I, I think that... Someone was drunk. I'm, I hope that this is not something that kind of derails her career. I hope so. I've, I, hope I, I met mean, I hope it doesn't. Um, I met her a few years ago. She was at the 92Y talking and it was like, you know, she was just such a, I, I feel like her story was very, is very important. Mm-hmm. She was talking about like why it's important that we accept all trans people mm-hmm. and trans women who like for her, she's, you know, quote unquote passable. Yeah. Um, she's never needed like, like a lot of trans women might get surgery to appear more feminine, to right. be more, um, you know, accepted into society and she was just like she's lucky and has a privilege but we need to accept everyone regardless which very true yes and so i feel like her message is important now yes does that mean she may not have problematic things about her i have no clue um but i don't want this to be something that that like cancels her or something i the only thing that to me was shitty was like the whole 
uh, calling the admitting to infidelity about her with from with her boyfriend and having him be there. Like it just sounded that whole part was like weird. Like stand up, I'm gonna tell you that I cheated on you in front of everybody. Like it's a weird power move. That to me is kind of it is a power move because she's more powerful than him. Yeah, he just came out on the scene, yeah. and I mean you know he's super cute. I feel like he's super talented. Yeah. He's such a great like actor, dancer, performer, I and I want him to be able to get as much in Hollywood as he wants. But I still can see that she is the bigger player in this situation. Of course, yeah. So it's like, hopefully that dynamic is not co- like causing him any pain. But also, like, can you imagine you're at a freaking gallery event yeah. premiere for your show and your partner's like, guess what? I just fucked Johnny, <laughs> the, the just, best boy. Like, yeah, it's, it's essentially, essentially, it's just like, oh, man, like, put, like. Don't embarrass me. You yeah, I mean? exactly. That's all it is. It's yes. So, but but here ultimately, and again, following the theme, I'm not sure if you can uh, uh take the theme out that I'm getting is that uh I don't know. I hope I'm not sure because you even said like I I don't know if you she basically said that I was gonna break up with you, but we're staying together and I fucked somebody else or whatever like that. Either if whether they stay together or whether they break up after this or whatnot, uh, I hope that that uh you know. Can be talked some sense into after and you know the light of day you know can figure this out and maybe maybe become friends because yeah. she needs friends she needs a, she needs a friend she and needs a friend to have told her hey maybe let's who knows mm, what's going on with her you know maybe this like people were saying that she sounded unhinged so it's like who knows she could have been having I don't some like the term unhinged because well, i feel like that's such a dismissive term that that uh but what if she was having a um, all the time i mean they do use that for women too but i i mean like i guess to me if i was if i was in that crowd and i felt like she might have been having a mental crisis at the moment mm. then that would t- kind of be unhinged would i think be a bit um accurate Maybe. um like she was like she she was having a moment. She was having a moment. And, I, and to me, on one hand, I don't love how when someone has a moment, and this was a private event. I couldn't find any um, video recording like, yeah. or camera footage of this. So it's like, it's a private event. She had this moment. And then like people just go to the gossip rags and they're like, let me tell you what Janet Mock did. Mm-hmm. And is that fair? I don't really know because at the end of the day that happened in that group. Mm-hmm. She should be allowed not to, she needs to be accountable and atone for all of that to the people that she hurt and the issues that she, she uh, brought up mm-hmm. in that moment. But I don't think that it's something that like the society needs to be a judge and jury for. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, what she did was not to me worth like lets everyone like judge her yeah. And what she was doing. Look, 50, look, it, like if, if there's any takeaway from this, I'm just going to say it was about 50 percent just dropping some truth bombs and 50 percent some shit that she could have kept in the group chat. You know, and, and, yes. and, and keep and it in maybe, the group chat. That's a shirt. Keep it in the group chat. <laughs> and you clearly need friends. It's yes. something along those lines. OK, how about uh, how about we take a quick break? All righty. All right. We'll be right back. BRB. Black and Snurdy podcast. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy podcast. And we're back. From our space. <laughs> See? You got me. There we go. Yes, we are back to the Black and Snurdy podcast, of course. I'm feeling really good in this I'm moment. I'm feeling really great. I'm having, this is one of the few times where I feel like I really am having a lot of fun doing this podcast. I'm not. That's because we're doing it in the light of day and we're not tired and cranky. 
and cranky. Yes, and cranky. We're not cranky and we're not angry. That's cranky. Yeah, there we go. See? Duh. <laughs> See, you know what? You make me cranky with your snazzy, sassy remarks. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. And that's happening in this moment. But I promise you, listeners, I promise you, we are actually friends. I wish that we had, we needed, I can't wait till we start recording this with video mm-hmm. so that we could put up on the Patreon the, the really, the looks that I would give you throughout this time because I don't feel it cannot translate through audio how dastardly you behave I, during this dast- podcast. All right, time out. What do you mean dastardly? Dastardly. Dastardly? You have shenanigans all up and through Shenanigans. It. Yes. I have shenanigans. Shenanigans. That's, that's insane. That's insane. The idea that I and have. Speaking to, of me. insanity, I want to fuck the ones I envy. I envy. I'm gonna cut you off <laughs> on all of these fucking drops. Look, man. Like, and and you know what the funny thing is? And the funny thing is for the listeners, uh, in between these commercial breaks and stuff, I actually change out the drops, except for like one square one that's a miscellaneous one, that's a mystery one that I just change out while we're recording. But all of them, I literally tell Odie which one they are so that if she wants she can push them she's not taking advantage of it and therefore fair enough (laughs) (laughs) it is it is now time for us to move things along to our mental health journey this is the section of the podcast me and Odie we're in therapy. We're advocates, not experts, when it comes to therapy and self-care. And just checking in with each other as friends do to see how we're doing. So how's your mental health journey this week? Well, I have some great news. Ooh. Great Guess news. what? Wait, hold on. Is it <laughs> is it what I think it is? I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> like I, I'm literally over here. Like I feel like I already know the answer, and I probably should because a, a good friend would. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, but you could tell me what you were thinking when after I say it. Yes, I got a new therapist. Congratulations! Thank I, you. I thought you were gonna say that you finally went to the new therapist, but now it sounds like you've solidified it by claiming that therapist. Yeah. Well, so this would happen. Um, tell me about it. So currently I'm in talks therapy. Uh, Shout out to my therapist. Love her. And now I'm going to be including on on top. Uh, Yeah. Including my talk therapy. Yeah. I'm also going to be doing DBT. Wait, what is that? What is DBT? Well, it is dialectical behavior therapy. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) <laughs> it's a type of um cognitive behavioral therapy and um so it just it helps you learn how to just cope with different things do learning different skills um and it's really useful for different like like depression adhd anxiety etc um so i had initially spoke with my like the reason why i had uh, started with my original therapist is I was looking for cognitive behavioral therapy because that is what um, I know a lot of people with ADHD or ADD use uh, to help, especially with things like executive functions. I'm currently in uh, cognitive behavioral therapy 
Right you now. are. I didn't know. Th- I I that's feel like you've in. mentioned that before, but I didn't realize you were still you were currently doing that. That's what I've been doing for the past. I want to say three years. That's my therapist. So and you do CBT, not but it's CBT and because CBT and DBT are even though DBT is like under the umbrella of of CBT, it's not the same. So which one are you doing? Uh, CBT. I'm just now finding out about DBT. So <laughs> I'm doing CBT. Cool. So what type of things do you do with the CBT? Um. Well. Uh, actually, like it took my, I will say it took my shout out to Dr. Ken. It took him a long time to transition me because he is CBT or he was CBT. He's no longer my therapist, but it took a long time. It was, it started out like it was supposed to be CBT, but it was talk. And then it slowly, like once we got to the root of everything that like, like, uh, cause everything, ha- everything that you do and everything that happens that you know, there's a source of mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And the idea for him was that if we're going to be doing this and tackling this long term, and I, after a while I proved it, it was finding the source of all of the reasons and actions of why I do the things that I do that I don't like or that I want to change or that I want to learn about. And then once I figured out that source, it's, it's and then it's actually taking action to actively not do that thing or not that I am aware of where it comes from to address it, tackle it. And it's like giving me homework and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and then he had to, because of the COVID lockdown move to a, he moved back home to, to Alaska. Alaska. Right? Yep. And, uh, then I was able to get a black woman. Shout out to Dr. Aisha. <laughs> Who's literally just all homework. It's literally like, look, <laughs> you know what this shit is. You know what you're doing. You know why you're doing it, and you know where it comes from. At a, there might be a little bit of, like, if it's new territory or mm-hmm. something that I've just never really thought about before, it might be honing in, but by the end of it, you better believe I'm getting some homework and actually, like, keeping this in mind. That's why a lot of the stuff that I That's why... A little, if you get to know me, I, I tend to do some weird... Act. Also, I'm a, I'm a theater and then theater theater person and I'm a theatrical kind of person so I speak in like TV terms yes. and movie terms and like you know talking third person and just like you know I, I use like story structure terminology type bullshit on my life because I it's me actively looking at myself both objectively and subjectively in order to move accordingly mm-hmm. and move in a, in a more positive way. Because I could easily just turn that off and just move through the world like a, a bull in a china shop, but I am actively trying to be better than I was yesterday. And this is the sort of method that makes sense to me as an individual for me to do that. And so that's what works for me. I love that. Um, that, yeah, and... I'm not, I don't even know if we've ever, even off mic, talked in that realm of why I do and say, like, sort of, like, movie-type stuff with my life and apply it to everything. It's it's actually just how my brain processes everything that I'm doing. It's Because otherwise I'd just be a, be a bit of a dick just <laughs> going throughout <laughs> the world, just doing nothing. Um, well, no, I'm glad to hear. Like, I knew that you were in, I knew that you did CBT before, but I didn't realize that was like what you were currently actively doing. So I'm glad to have you as kind of like a sounding board when I start doing my DBT. Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm hoping that my, my hope from, excuse me, having this new therapist is that I'll be able to get a handle on some of my ADHD things that are very frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, like executive functions. 
Yes. Those are basically, it's like when you having good executive functioning skills, it's like, you know, like, okay, I'm going to clean my apartment. Right. And you know where to start, when to start, how to start. So there's not a lot of like overwhelm and confusion. Yes. However, for me, the that's something that is in one hand, it's so simple. And like, as an adult, it's like, yeah, I should totally be able to handle cleaning my apartment and not, and not be a big deal. Yeah. But for me, something as simple as just like cleaning my kitchen Instead of it being like an hour long thing, it's now it's taking me like five hours mm-hmm. because I'm so confused where to start and I'm just doing a little bit by bit and then I'm getting distracted and it's like a whole situation and I like that to me is very frustrating. And um, now that oh well I started this well, I didn't start a new job, but like I'm I'm finally like officially <clears throat> on as like a full time person. It- Honestly, every time you say it, it deserves to be congratulated and cheered. Thank you. Um, but with that, especially, like, I want to make sure that I just have a real handle on my time management because that goes into it. Mm-hmm. My focus, my concentration, because as I'm all right now, I'm taking medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, I'm about to take get off this medicine, not because I don't think medicine works, because I was on medicine before that was working. This current medicine that I'm on is not doing anything to make me gain weight. That's <laughs> like it's not helpful. Like, because <laughs> certain, and this is what I'm slowly learning. Certain medications, what that I guess that's why there's a wide variety and mm-hmm. wide range of medications is because like the individual person needs very specific mm-hmm. either combinations or what have you. Be, you know, it just there's not just one thing that fixes everybody. Well, you know? do you remember when I said earlier when we were talking about um Justin Bieber earlier and I was talking about white supremacy ruining everything? Mm-hmm. Medication is one of those main things because we don't our our medical system is very racist. So even within ADHD, a lot of the um a lot of the testing and uh, just understanding is from white boys and men. Yes. When you're talking about ADHD in women or just neurodivergence in women, mm-hmm. there it's not a lot of research in women, especially not a lot of research on black women and black girls. So when the people are prescribing you the this medicine, it's not really with the greatest pool of people. Yeah. And if you know anything about genetics, like the reason why, say for instance, the new vaccine that came out, mm-hmm. everyone is not going to have the same side effects, which is why it's always so important when you have a new vaccine and new drug that you have such a large testing pool because we never know how it's going to interact. Right. So now with these medicines, like it's the same thing. And because we do have such a wide range of medicines, it's like, okay, if this one doesn't work, try another one. Mm-hmm. But it's there, it's like kind of a luck of the draw of seeing what is going to work for you as a person. Cause I could have a twin sister and she and I have the same exact symptoms and things work exceedingly different for both of us. Agreed. So, um, yeah, just different medications work differently for different people. Um, which is why I'm actually going to talk to, uh, my psychiatrist when I make that call on Monday to get new medication, because I think I need a stronger dosage. But that's neither here nor there. But I mean, uh, I'm just going to wrap up that on my end, Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to start this new therapist. We start next week. Congratulations. Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing like how these strategies help me like move forward. And I'm also really excited that I get to still keep my main therapist. Shout out to Dr. Lords because she's really helped me just talking through a lot of different 
things and, and we're going to be tackling some things that I thought I worked through that I realized I've actually not really worked through as much as I thought. Um, and, and that's good because I think that one thing about ADHD, there's some things that show up that are trauma related that mm-hmm. may show up as ADHD symptoms hmm. that are might actually just be trauma. Yeah. And then there's just like, here are the actual ADHD symptoms. And what I want to do is get to as close as to what these ADHD things are. So if I can work on the other stuff that might be impacting my ADHD and, and make and exaggerating it, mm-hmm. that'll be great. Cause then when I'm, I'm be streamlined and focused on just finding the best coping mechanisms for like the the bare necessities versus trying to to like fix the whole enchilada with like different medicines and different therapies like i just want to be as streamlined as possible and i i'm going to be very interested in following you on your mental health journey when it comes to this because like i said what works for me is in in a very specific way for my style of active cognitive behavioral therapy is seeing things in literary movie terms and looking at it through that way and then just be like applying it to my life so that I can go the other way and, Mm -hmm. you know, like to be active in that. So I'm curious how yours is going to manifest because, because I got to imagine it's not even just like a blanket thing of like, this is, you know, I'm sure your therapist is going to have a personalized style for you once they get to know you. And I'm curious, I'm very curious how that's going to turn out. I'm looking forward to it. I honestly am looking forward to it. I already think about my life through the lens of music, movie and TV and books. So I'd be curious how similar are, (laughs) how similar our things are just because that's like, I already do that, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'd be, I'd be curious, but how is enough about me? How is your week going with your mental health? I'm going to keep this very quickly. Uh, I'm going to keep this. (laughs) I'm going to keep this very quickly. All the things that are coming out of my mouth should be on shirts. <laughs> Look, I, uh, you know, okay. This is exactly what I'm going to say. My brain, the way that it works, there are certain things that I've tackled throughout my life, certain deep, dark nonsense that I've addressed and put past me. It, I worked, I've, uh, I've looked the monsters in the eye and I've tackled them, and then I move forward. But what I'm slowly learning is that sometimes something random might trigger me to go back to those horrifying, traumatic things and will still be so strong within me that they trigger uh, a negative response in me, and it's like, I thought I got past this. I'm The only reason why I'm being vague is because I personally don't, Necess- I feel comfortable enough to speak about it out loud, but not necessarily on mm-hmm. on a podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I, I suffered some trauma when I was a kid and I addressed it and looked it dead in the eye and called it what it was for a long time and made peace with it. And then yesterday I was at the Botanical Gardens and I saw lily pads and like reminded myself that I loved frogs as a kid and had a stuffed animal and you know just started regaling about like oh the adventures that i had with that kid and then it was just like oh why man why don't i <laughs> that was such a mad weird innocent time i love that why don't i ever think about so what look at me when i was so innocent and then uh 
you know, that led me down the road of realizing, oh, that's right, because something happened, and that's what led me to not be as innocent as I was anymore. So, um, my mental health journey is just recognizing, allowing myself to feel what I feel, knowing that that's something that to put on the docket to talk to my therapist about next time that I meet with my therapist, but just allowing myself, like, that was confusing, it came out of nowhere, but allowing myself to feel that very intense raw feeling and then recognize that that's somewhere inside my brain and know that I need to address it, but that is nothing wrong with feeling it. That's my journey. I hope that I feel like that's the best part about living with at the time that we're living in now is that we have the resources and people to help out with that. Um, And funny enough, that was something similar that I talked to my therapist about this week when we were deciding of like, okay, now that you're doing this other therapy, what are we going to be working on? And I just was like, you know, I thought I got over these things, but apparently like I have not. Um, And it was interesting because this morning, like on, on Sundays, I listened to my uh, astrology podcasts mm-hmm. and they just like give you like what well, this is what's going on this week and things that might come up etc mm-hmm. and both of them um mentioned things coming up of like uh from the ch- from childhood and um just us co- combating uh things that happened and and like our, with our, ch- our going back to our child selves right and i was like damn that's so interesting because i i had just talked about this with my therapist and you and i had just talked about how you were feeling so it was just like wow like the stars are always just kind of aligning in the ways that uh that uh, we're working through things and then you just see astrology in action but um i think it's great that you have these therapists uh, to support you and help you through these things. Cause at the end of the day, we never know what's going to trigger us. And even if we thought we worked through something, sometimes you just need a little help to like get over it, over those lingering little impacts. And I think I had said this to you earlier that trauma is like when you're an amputee and you sometimes just have that phantom pain, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not there. You've made peace with it not being there, but then one day it's like, oh shit, my leg hurts, but your leg's not there, and you have to go through all those, through that rigmarole all over again. But at least you have the people there to support you, uh, to get you through it. So yeah. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too. And you know what? Uh, you don't have a glass in front of you, but I would cheers you. There's no clink in the background, but I'll cheers <laughs> you. And for everybody who's listening, again, we're we're I like to say where I'm, I'm an advocate, not an expert when it comes to mental health and self-care. If you can, you know, therapy is helpful. Self-care is important. Just like do do right by yourself. Yes. Better help. Better health. Uh, talk space. Mm-hmm. Uh, therapy for black girls. Therapy mm-hmm. for black men. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many resources out there. And a lot of these places are actually doing, they've been giving like free, sometimes free or sliding scale. My therapists, both of my therapists do sliding scale to help yeah. out if you can't do it through your, um, through like Medicaid or whatever. So just find out. Do what you got to do and do what you got to do to do right by you. There we go. And um, <laughs> it's so funny that uh, the way that we schedule these things, <laughs> because the next thing that we're going to go and I got a question for you, Odie. What's pissing you off this week? What's getting on your skin? What's bothering you? This is the section where we just, let's vent. All right. I have two major things that are pissing me off this week. Okay. 
The first one, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but if you remember, um, Micaiah Bryant, the 16-year-old that was shot by the police officer in Columbus, Ohio. Right. About, I think it's either a week or week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's been pissing me off about the situation, it's not so, it's like, yes, I'm upset that this 16-year-old was shot by police, but what's really pissing me off are the people online especially like the black people the black men who are jumping over themselves to talk about why it's okay that the police shot her and like we shouldn't be upset because they were saving another black person from being killed and just for a little context a little bit of context because of why this is a very specific style um and it you know i i understand that this is a wait for type thing but also, just to give a little bit of context, you know, the video of the, you know, shooting came out. Apparently, Micaiah was like, I. So basically, this is, this, is a, this is the background. All, that's all I'm asking. Micaiah, 16 years old. She was in foster care. Mm-hmm. And the pe- the grown the grown women mm-hmm. who I believe were were either cousins or friends of her foster parent. We're coming to the house to fight her. She knew they were coming to the house to fight her. They had actually been kind of tormenting her over the last week or so, right? Mm-hmm. And she had a knife to protect her. She had a knife because these grown women were coming to fight her, and you're 16 years old. Frontal cortex is not even finished developing. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to come fight you. You're going to try to defend yourself. Yes. Her, uh, I believe it was either her foster sister or maybe cousin, calls the police saying, like, help. Like, these, not on her. They were call, she calling the police to say she was getting attacked yes. and they needed help. Yes. This police officer gets out of his car and, and literally seconds after coming out of the car just shoots her four times in the back not even a warning not even a a a freeze not nothing and not even that not even just that but her aunt said that after they shot her they laughed about it and were like blue lives matter which is even even more disgusting than the fact that you could bring in armed uh men of any age white men you could bring them in no harm and fucking buy them burger king but you cannot possibly de-escalate a situation with a 16 year old and now i have been a teacher before i'm not for high school but i've i've been a teacher before i've been in high school we were in high school all of us i've seen fights happen sometimes kids fight sometimes kids fight and they have weapons and yet there's not a need teachers without guns find ways to de-escalate situations and and um restrain these children without murdering them now um micaiah bryant Mm -hmm. she had this knife they shot her and the people online after seeing this video of this happening are just like jumping over themselves and be like she deserved it or well the cop didn't have any other choice he did what was right etc etc and it's just disgusting the misogyny noir that happens when it is a black man who shot whether he is armed or not that we rally around them because at the end of the day police officers are not supposed to shoot and kill even people who are guilty there's the point of having a police officer is to arrest and you let due process go through mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not we think uh, someone w- uh, with an AK-47 Agreed. like you you just do that Agreed. but now that it's this young girl 
And I, I can't help but uh, think that because of the fact that she was like a bigger girl, she wasn't like a small petite um, girl. She probably looked like she was like five, six, you know, a thick girl that was like, oh, she's grown. But like the adultification of young black girls is constant within our society. Mm-hmm. And the not protecting black girls because we think that they're doing whatever the case that's wrong. When in reality, she was just a sweet little girl doing TikToks like any other teenager who should still be alive doing TikToks because there were so many ways to have restrained her. Yes. Like, I'm just... So, I'm not sure if I ever told you this, right? But I had this thing that uh, I did. I had a Tumblr page. I think I deleted it, but what have you. So, in 2017, for, for a straight year, what I did was I would come on camera and I would take shots, Right? And I did that specifically, like, based on, like, I, 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 like I did it every single day. It literally was me. I didn't say anything. It was just me in front of the camera, took shot, took one or two shots, depending on whatever the day was. I took multiple shots or what have you. And then on December 31st, at the end of the year, what I did was I counted how many videos I did and how many shots I did. The shots was representing every single person that was killed by a fucking cop. And in 2017, I forget, it was in the hundreds. It was in the hundreds of how many shots I took that entire year. I'm sick. I'm tired. And I'm just exhausted. With the the long and never-ending list of names that I now have to commit to, to, to memory because they, you know, they look like me and they are me. There go before the grace of God, whatever you want to say. It's exhausting. And it just feels like nothing is ever getting done. And I'm sorry to co-opt and co-jack and, and hijack your, uh, grievance. No, it's fine. Because it every there's like a, a, a three week straight we talked about uh, black rappers dying young, but like almost every single week for the last since since vaccines started dropping, yeah, fucking back to normal and normal apparently is just cops killing fucking people of color and more and more names constantly adding to the long exhausting fucking list. And I'm tired, and it's saddening, and the, the it's such a twisted fucking thing because, like, there's that part in the back of me that's like, at least I'm still passionate about it, which means that I still care. Because the the day when I'm just like, well, it's a Tuesday, yeah, and I don't care, is the day that it's just sad, and I never want that day to come. Yeah. And I'm just, I mean, it's very frustrating and saddening. And I just, I can't, I can't wait till this is really like something in the past for us. Um, and just, okay. The other thing. uh, Yeah. I was about to say, like, uh, this is, this is it. This is, this is not even the end. Number one of your grievance. Number one. My second one is connected to just the protection of black women and black girls, uh, so Tory Lanez, if you don't remember, Jesus. recall, That's right. he is the, um, Oompa Loompa who shot Meg Thee Stallion. 
in oh, the foot. Oh, because he's short. Yeah, he is. Like, he's extremely You tight. know what? No, fuck Tory Lanez, because he's 5'7", and I'm 5'7". He's not 5'7". We seven. don't get to call him Oompa Loompa. No, he's is not 5'7". He? He's like 5'2". Okay, he, well, if he is 5'7", well, okay. he's a really tiny 5'7", because he doesn't look like that. Well, yeah, you keep going. But I, anyway, I hate that I'm about to use he, my um, incognito mode. He, uh, as you know, last year we found out that he had shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. For some bullshit reason, and then denied it. Tried to say she was lying. This is one of the few times where, like, technically, I know we should say allegedly. I don't want to say allegedly. No, that nigga did, he did it. it. He did it. Um, and then like made put this whole charade out to make people think that Meg was lying. Mm-hmm. So now he has joined with fellow fuckboy Chris Brown. He's five three. Yeah, I know he's tiny. Um, he joined with fellow fuckboy Chris Brown to have a joint album. Um, and he is also dropping two new singles with the baby and young blue. I don't know who young blue is, but I'm really disappointed with the baby because the baby and Meg the stallion one, they both came out like at the same time They're to me. If I would think about like hip hop or rap collaborators, they're both very close. They're on multiple songs. Multiple. They just had a video come out together. I love my, one of my favorite songs that I still play at like parties and shit and on my phone. Cash. Shit. Exactly. And I'm just You know why these bitches love me? Cause baby don't give a fuck. Well apparently he doesn't give a fuck if he's gonna be uh partnering up with this man that shot his friend. Bruh. And I feel like if if the tables had turned, right? If Meg the Stallion did something to harm uh uh Tory Lanes, she would be completely blackballed. But we see that when black men and this and I'm not saying that it's not about white men either, but we're talking about black men and black women. When it's and violence how against the violence, when it's violence against black women, nobody cares, mm-hmm. and they're still promoting working together. And like with Chris Brown, I have tried to say, oh, okay, you know, with this, this thing that happened with Rihanna, it was one time that like a few years ago, I was like, yeah, no, it was one time. We should let him grow. He was young, etc. But no, I literally, I feel like I talked about this a few podcasts ago. Yeah. I just saw pictures of him choking his, I don't know if this is a girlfriend, this woman, but he was choking a woman and the pictures landed on Instagram. Nobody was talking about it. And now he's going to do this stupid, terrible album, I'm sure, with Tory Lanez. And it's like, where is the regard for black women? And the thing that pisses me off is, is like, I can never disassociate myself from black men when they mm-hmm. talk about like, you know, a lot of black women have, or not a lot. Some black women have said, y'all want us to cape for you, but you don't want to cape for us. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I can't see myself not caping for black men simply because like though they're my people. I, my little brother's a black man. Like, and I don't want anything to happen to them, yeah, but it makes it difficult uh, when these things happen to see how little regard is kept for us. Yeah. And you know what? So just straight up, Fuck Tory Lanez all the way left and right, back and front, side to side, center. But, you know, I like I said a few times ago, Barbados, Rihanna's our queen. I stopped listening to Chris Brown and anything that he ever did after that whole fucking incident. Like, and, and he went on fucking CNN and paraded himself in that baby blue sweater next to his mom. He was like, he just the kid kid or whatever like that. And he was singing on the rain and whatever that year that was. I was like, I'm not listening to it. I don't care about his music and I don't care about Tory Lanez. I don't care about nothing. I never, I don't need to ever, guess what? It's super not that hard to not listen to these, these dudes. So, First of all, Tory Lanez doesn't have any, I can't even think. Think of a song of his, so oh, and that and well, you know what the sad part is? He's on that fucking Jack Harlow remix of uh of um what's popping, 
But guess what? Turns out I don't need to listen. I'll just listen to the original without the without you know without that dude. Jack Harlow, what's popping? That song is good. I don't need to listen to the remix. I don't need to. And I don't need to ingest any Tory Lanes or Chris Brown media whatsoever. Miss me with that bullshit, and I'm saying it with my mouth as opposed to with the drop. But also, miss me with that bullshit. bullshit. Fuck them. What's grinding you this week? Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you. If you know, you know. And that's all I'm going to say. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking monster. I'm not giving any context to that. I'm just saying it. Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you. If you know, you know. And that's it. That's all that's grinding me. All right. And, uh... And now we can end on something that's more happy with the, you know, what's making us happy this week. I'm the baby merchant. Tots are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss. Give up, baby merchant. Just a week or two. I'll have your baby for you. Oh my goodness, we both we both mouthed I'll have your baby for you. I looked at you as you were doing that. If you guys have not looked for Cop Rock Baby Merchant, we're, I don't know what you're doing. We're clearly going to be leaving that in the links of the descriptions of every single one of these that drop You have or to watch it. It's going to make you happy. But boy, oh boy, it's it's good. It makes it's, me happy. It's it's so perfect and I'm and when we get that parody going, you're just going to you're going to really love it. Yeah, we're gonna do uh we're gonna do a Migo style. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna do a pop smoke. We keep changing whichever style drop. It's gonna be it's gonna be like UK like it's gonna drill. be drill <laughs> drill drill. <laughs> this is proprietary information. Cover. If you even try it, we're gonna uh, see you. Uh, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, the baby, baby emergency. Uh, I'm the baby emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I it's just yeah. it's perfect. We're gonna read a Grammy. Um. I'm the big merchant. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I have to focus so hard on saying I'm the baby merchant. What? I can't think of the the other thing. What the is uh? Merchant. What is something that has made you happy? This week? Besides the baby merchants. Not in fuss. It might actually be a tribute to DMX and just be like, oh, oh see that would be perfect. Baby merchant. <laughs> Uh, sorry for your ears, people. Sorry for your ears. No, I'm not. We the two, we the two loudest people that I know. That's so, also a shirt. That's the, a great sort of shirt idea. The 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 two the thing. All right. So can I be honest with you? Yes. The thing because usually we start with you as far as like what makes us happy this week. But look, in the past week, it's 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 the simplest things. It's the little things, right? It's this thing that I haven't got a chance to do and that I'm going to do now on this podcast in this very moment because I'm a big fan of anime, right? I, it's, it's, yeah, it's the nerdy part of me is that like, I appreciate the media of anime. It's not a genre. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a platform. It's a style of media. And I am a firm believer, like, anime is as popular as it's ever been. And there's so many different styles within the genre. Even the season, there's so many. Fucking Megalobox just came back with a second season. And the, the season is 
fucking amazing. It's it's great. Attack on Titan, the final season, Ugh. the first part of the Ugh. of the no. And you know what the funny thing is, the, the, it it. It's scary. Be, it's would, scary. It's scary, but you would be surprised where it goes because it's just. It's Is it just, any point are the giants not eating people and tearing them limb from limb? Um, kinda. I actually, don't believe. I don't, actually, I don't believe. You. Season three is ex. Is there's like the first half of season three has none of that because it talks about like it turns out like the 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 enemy might be humanity and then like and partially the fo- okay anyway I'm not gonna. Spoil <laughs> But honestly, it might actually be one of the like it, it just got finished its run the in in manga form. It it might actually be one of the like fucking best fucking manga stories of all time, okay? And yes, I know some people say manga, I say manga. But the point the thing that's making me happy is because I think like I actually have found the actual drive because ever since I was a, you know, younger, like I don't I don't recommend anime to people. You know, like, because, like, there's so many different styles of anime and there's so many different styles of people, just like the medication, like we were just talking about. Like, if you recommend the wrong thing to somebody, then they think, oh, that's all of anime. That's the only, that's the only medium where that seems to be the case. No one says, oh, if you recommend the wrong comedy, then they think all of comedy is fucking bad or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or you recommend the wrong painting that all paintings in the museums or stuff like, ew, Mona Lisa, who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck about uh, cubism now or anything. I won't even give you that a chance. So... What's making me happy is this challenge that I'm giving myself. Odie? Yes. I think that I can get you into anime as a medium by finding the perfect anime for you. So one. Okay. Like like I'm not saying that you're going to be like, "Oh, I love all of the stuff." But what I'm saying is I think that anime is now at a point in a position where there's so many different genres. Like, because it's, again, like, there's so many different styles that there might be one that might work for you as a person and what your interest lies and stuff. But this is the thing. I don't dislike anime. Mm-hmm. There are just some that I'm not like a huge fan of. Right. Definitely not watching Attack on Titan because you already know I hate zombies. Okay. And they're always like I feel like the storyline could be I like the, the, the animation on it's great. I think that it like it looks cool, but the fact that those weirdly walking giants with mm-hmm. their weird shaped bodies okay. is terrifying and I cannot do it. But now not, but I've I've not, watched okay. One Piece. I've watched one One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Uh, I've watched. There's now. There's a few of them that I've watched. That I can never remember the names. I just want the like their movies. Yes, because everybody like look. Anim- not all anime is Dragon Ball Z. Not all anime is One Punch Man. Not all anime is One Piece or Bleach or uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah, there are many different styles of anime with different genres. They're, but, like, anytime most people think of anime, they think of, like, the big ones, like the ones that I just listed. Yeah. But there are a lot of niche ones, too. That And I think there's enough room that now, this is what I'm going to be calling hashtag uh, B, BAS anime challenge. Black and snarty <laughs> anime challenge. I am going to find the perfect... Anime, so what it's going to be, essentially, but this is why it's making me happy. Essentially, I'm going to find an anime. I'm going to recommend it to Odie. And we're going to, like it, like with any show, the three-episode rule. 
Okay. If you're not hooked in three episodes, then, you know. Does hooked mean like I would watch it? Yes. Okay. Like you would watch as in specifically knowing you that you would even what obviously I'm going to go with English dubbed episodes. I don't mind watching things mm. that are are I like watching um subtitled movies. I'm sure, but I'm 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 meeting you with your I'm meeting you on your level. I'm already <laughs> I already have to fucking sell you on anime. Okay. But and and again, like by sell you, I mean like you're familiar with the big ones, the big known ones. But I have to like meet you on your level, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's fine. There's a, you know, there's an entry level to all this shit and I think that there's enough mind you I'm not going to lie. It was going to be Food Wars. I don't think that Food Wars is going to be the recommendation I'm going to go well, with. Well, you know what? Food Wars, I I think I watched that one episode. Yes. And it, that, to me, wasn't bad. I feel like the thing with me with animations, I just don't like when the anime is about something gross. I don't want to see people dying and being impaled and all that shit. There's I don't a, like that. There's a lot of slice of life when it comes to anime. But I think if you just tell me three things that you like right here, right now, like just just things that you're interested in, things that you like, just whatever. It could be as abstract as possible. Name three things and I'm going to find an anime that I think could speak to your and by and as a side note for anybody who's watched Food Wars. I love Food Wars. It's it's like the, the, the meals are great. It's not perfect. It's fine because again, it's like a dude who ends up going to like a food a, a, a food culinary school and it's cutthroat and like they have to battle like by cooking the best dishes and all those dishes dishes are <laughs> real. All those dishes are real. Oh, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> 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 this is what happens. Anyhow. Name three things. Harry Potter. Books. Travel. So the first two things are just one thing. No, Harry Harry Potter is... Harry Potter and books. Harry Potter is a book. But every book is not Harry Potter. Ooh, so you understand the concept of anime, is what you're saying. I've always understood the concept. If you know, you know. That actually is the wrong drop. That's not the one that I wanted to use. But I'm going to keep this part in there anyway. So you said Harry Potter, books, and... Travel. Actually, I have two. I think I actually might have two recommendations. But neither of them have English dubs. I don't care if it doesn't have English dub. I'm going to watch it. All right, well... I won't play Candy Crush when I'm watching it. Which is very difficult for me with my ADHD we'll to not play on my phone we'll while see. I'm watching the movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull them up on Hulu uh, after this. And we'll see. We'll All see. right. All right. All right, anyhow. So what's making you happy this week? What's making me happy is is challenging you, <laughs> is creating this challenge. Um. All right, what's making me happy this week is, well, one, okay, got my, got my promotion or facial contract. Um, got my new therapist. And so you watched me struggle to I did. push I did. that. Hey, thing and, and but you got it. But this is this is supposed to be supporting you, <laughs> and yet you didn't <laughs> want me to support you. But the last one. Yep, yeah, totally <sighs> right. Anyhow, continue. Anyway, <laughs> the last thing is, um, <laughs> my sister was here. She visited from North Carolina. That's fantastic. And that was this is the first time she's been here since uh, she moved about. What was it two or three months ago? Mm. Um, so it was nice. We got to go to brunch. 
which was cool, which we haven't been to in ages. Mm-hmm. And I will say the rooms were not that great. I mean, the, the, the most, the unlimited drinks were cool but i mean I, I, my food was good i did that on purpose because yeah like i'm i'm, I'm cheer- one that was delayed cheering yeah for you and your my sister, sister. Mm-hmm. but also like yeah like let's call out all of these brunch places that aren't that fucking good all i know is fuck them my food good. was good but my friend she got the chicken and waffle she uh was just like this chicken is so damn dry and I was glad that I didn't get that because I was actually looking for it. But I'm like, it's a Mexican. It was a Mexican restaurant. You don't get chicken and waffles at a Mexican restaurant unless you know they're gonna do something good with it. But uh, those are the things that, excuse me, made me happy this week. All right, and that's the that's everything that's been making us happy. I'm the baby, baby merchant, tot service. I'll give you auto service and no damn fuss. Baby merchant, just a week. I love you, baby, for you. I love you, baby, for you. <laughs> I'm the baby merchant. <laughs> I'm the baby merchant. I have to be for you. Just watch the baby merchant. Just watch it. Everybody, it's so good. Everybody, everybody watch the baby merchant. All right, you guys, this has been... Black and Sturdy Podcast, thank you again. Thank you for watching and listening. And when I say watching, obviously, in my mind, anyone who's listening to this podcast is staring at their <laughs> their phone, <laughs> just and, like everyone and, I mean, did in the old days. Once we get our Patreon, you mm. will be watching because you'll be seeing. Yes. So. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. Once we, yes, exactly. There'll be a bunch of stuff. And so, side note, there's a bunch of stuff that I cut out. That I do not want to be on the final version. But it's all good because you're going to get what you get. So thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. Take it easy. Bye. You know that you were kawaiiing, but no one can see you do that. Kawaii. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's something that I'm going to have to explain at the top in the next episode. Yeah. Okay. But, but either way, that's, that's it. We're done. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Study Podcast, where snurds of a feather flock together. Remember. No, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I actually want to keep that.